It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do that. Right, offense, go to work. Bring back the NFL. That's what we're saying to you folks. Wade McWay and Ryan call NFL in London here. Under uh, 100 days. Till 100 days till freedom, everyone. That's when we get to watch the NFL once again. Uh, sure, this time of year, maybe it's boring for you. Not a lot going on, uh, but we're excited. Sorry, we got the Euros. 12, nine days away, baby. That's right. That's and uh, Tom Brady is playing in the Euros for whatever yeah. team needs him. Um yeah, so a lot of NFL news that we'll go through. Uh, obviously, we're still very excited about the potential of the London games, uh, which we're still waiting for. Uh, obviously, the London games, we know, in October. But uh, we don't know about uh, stadiums yet. It looks like everything looks good in the UK. Everything looks good. Looks like everyone's going to be able to go to the game, enjoy them, have fun. Obviously, we were talking earlier uh, about vaccinating of the players, how many teams get vaccinated. Well, it's it's an interesting thing because they're saying that if restrictions to come off of teams, you need 85% of your team vaccinated, which will then could give competitive advantages throughout. It could actually have like a ripple effect of a lot of causes. It could give some teams who can do more impersonal things, especially helpful for rookies. Yeah. Um, and then if they're going to open up, like you're, say you're... Everyone in your division has 85%, and you're the one team with a bunch of stubborn players that don't want to get vaccinated. You can fall behind. It's it could, And then it could cause infighting in the team, right? Like, quarterbacks could be like, this asshole won't get vaccinated, or just something, and then they could have really strong opinions. It's- well, I'm sure there are going to be lots of strong opinions that we have in the locker rooms anyway. I mean, obviously, Florida teams... Or any of the red states. Uh, you know, Florida, apparently you don't need the vaccine. Mountain Dew apparently works. Um, but yeah, you're... No longer lowers your sperm count. It's it, it, it yeah. heals COVID. And also allows you to punch holes in drywall with there miraculous ease. Um, yeah, there's going to be a discrepancy between the teams. And obviously, you know, we don't know how long this is going to go on. But, you know, how many vaccines, you know, all the testing they had to do. All those deep nose testings that they had to do last year. Well, uh, Bills players are even refusing to answer questions about vaccinations because they're just like, we're not going to answer that anymore. Um, and it's going to be a question that people are going to continue to sure. ask. It's like, yeah, is your team vaccinated? I think it's it's important, especially if they want, you don't want to get other people on your team sick, especially when it's, you know, it's not 100% protection. Yeah. So if you have a risk of like seven, eight guys on your team just riddled with COVID, <laughs> you know, are you going to keep them in a separate field practicing or like, I don't know. It's well, really... I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we're riddled with COVID like we were a year ago. But again, it's tough to ask these 20 year old college athletes uh, sure. about science. Hey, well, it's also, what do you think of the science? It's also they are they are easily the ones that are going to be able to beat it yeah. than anyone, except maybe a couple of the defensive linemen. Yeah, you maybe know, a couple of those guys. Those guys that, that have to keep up ten thousand a day calorie diets. But yeah, most of these guys, obviously, they're athletes. They're young, so you wouldn't expect a lot of them. And the fact that they were doing so many tests and getting jammed up the nose last year, you sort of go, bah. Um, well, but, even more so to get the vaccine, right? So yeah. You have to get that shit shoved up your face. And, hey, get that shit shoved up your face, everyone. That's yeah. what we're saying. But uh, <laughs> it's good. It's good. You know, we, we just care that NFL is back. Uh, you know, obviously, as Canadians, it's very interesting to watch how the whole thing plays out with Canadian teams, uh, you know, in hockey and in baseball with, you know, Toronto playing in Florida. So this is... No, a, no, I played in Buffalo. 
They're back that, in Buffalo. They're back in Buffalo, but they were in, in Florida for the past little bit. Yeah, I know, right? Canadian teams are struggling, even though this has nothing to do with football. But it's it's a weird thing of go, going across the board. NFL is probably really happy there's no Canadian I'm team. sure there are, because if there was a team in Toronto that, that, that this would happen. I mean, the Canadian football, actually, there's a, the Edmonton Eskimos, which is a horrible word in Canada. Just teams are named the Edmonton Elks. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so the funny thing is... That not the know, Edmonton football team? Not the Edmonton football team. But the funny thing is, it's like saying, there was one of the comics in in Canada actually put up he's like so does that make me an alcoholic oh, I guess <laughs> nailed it there you go nailed but it. Uh, again but Canada I think is sort of different in terms of the borders but then it's also look for an international game in London we're relying on the American you know British well again America could go on the green list and once that happens then everything should be fine and there could be. be you know and they're they're back they're doing really well vaccinated we're doing really well so fingers crossed we are the Patriots of vaccination. Yeah, there we go. Um, speaking of Patriots, uh, well, we'll get into Julio. Julio, Julio, Julio. Uh, Julio is done with the Falcons. Uh, he got his ring. He's, oh, no, he didn't. No. He, um, so, he got a call from Shannon Sharp, and that ended his career. Yeah. How many players are going to be deleting Shannon Sharp's oh, God, name yeah. off of their phone? They're like, no, yeah. I'm not getting caught in this. What do you think of Jerry Jones? Yeah. Go. Uh, is this being recorded yet? No. No, of course no not. I'm not in Jerry's house right now. Um, yeah, I mean, Julio, you know, the, the, the drama now comes down to who's going to afford him and what's going to happen. Obviously, a lot of people are saying the big thing you got to do is the Packers need to find money and, mm-hmm. and get Julio mm-hmm. and then make uh, Aaron Rodgers happy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they should do. It's, it's crazy that they're not doing it. it it's clearly... I, like right now, the the front runner right now is Seattle. Seattle yeah. jumped in to be the front runner. Man, you give Russell Wilson, Julio Jones, DK Andy Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. He will underthrow all in the slot. No way, he'll be not even cooking. He'll be master. Well, as long, as long as he gets blocking. So, yeah. but that's what I mean. So, if you're Green Bay again, like you've got a chance to imagine teaming Julio across from Devontae Adams. That is insane. You know, the question is. Then I guess the one guy you would always have to go to if you want this is Aaron Rodgers because mm-hmm. he would have to restructure some of his money. And if he's not willing to, like, we don't know if if he's not willing to do it to get Julio. I, I, I get it's just the complete and utter lack of communication between the two sides that is just ruining everything because you have this opportunity. Everything everyone said is you don't give Aaron Rodgers help. Yeah, this giant piece of help is just waiting mm-hmm. for a, for a buoy. Or a boy, as they say boy. in Britain, yeah. uh, to be thrown to them to reel them into the ship, and no one in Green Bay is doing it. It's crazy to me. It. I mean, there seems to be a lot of things that you go. Well, this is obvious. You should do this, and it's obvious. But it seems to be this whole sort of fracture within the Green Bay organization within him. You know, it's like he's done. You know, and and I've been in a relationship where you know I didn't know it was over. When she starts cheating, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, it is over, isn't it? Um, and that's sort of the, the phase now, whether it's him on Jeopardy or whatever. I think mentally he's probably out of it. And Julio doesn't, you know, for Julio, I think Julio, it's about winning. You know, Julio's got to get onto a team. He's well, gonna... you know, you say that, right? And then maybe he comes next year, has a really good year. Does he want a last big contract before his career's over? You know what I mean? With the new big money coming in. So there is, I think, the risk of that. The risk of you might have to pay this guy. Um and there's the compensation, you know. I think if you're Green Bay giving up a first, it's going to be a late first. If yeah. You're it's going to be pick 25 to 32. Yeah, I'll trade that for Julio. Like, I think certain, we're going to start maybe seeing 
um, a switch where years and even up until now, where first round picks have been just like you just do not get rid of first round yeah. picks. They're like the most valuable thing. And now you're seeing teams like the Rams who are just like we don't ever want to pick in the first round. Don't we, need we, we're busy yeah, on Thursdays we're busy, yeah. late in April, so we don't even need to be there. And but once that strategy gets you a championship, like if Matt Stafford goes to a Super Bowl and you could be like, Yeah, maybe these first round picks, yeah, especially late first round picks, yeah. it might be quite smart. Get rid of them and let's move on up and get a star to push us over the edge. It's just crazy. I think the other thing to look at is the other teams that might possibly be in contention. Who can afford Julio uh, and who can afford to sort of put him in? You know, the Raiders, I think, is, is one team to talk about. The other thing to look at is... I think the Raiders could be a really exciting match, uh, exciting team because ever we've all talked about Derek Carr forever and he's yeah. just never had help. Like, they just refuse to get him. You know, they got rugs, but... He can throw the ball deep, too. He, That's... You know what? He was... Absolutely playing. He's got, yeah. again, Darren Waller, Julio Jones, and, and Ruggs on the other yeah. side with the speed. I've, I think the problem is you have no defense. But the way the Raiders have been picking in the first round with some of their picks getting yeah. absolutely panned, they should just give them away. Just, yeah. Because none of their first round picks have panned out since they've done them. Three in a row in this year's, everyone was saying there's like a third rounder, Leatherwood. So if I were the Raiders, absolutely get me Julio, especially... Opening Vegas, yeah. you need a star. Like, it, Bet on Julio. I could see that one happen too. I, I just trying to think of the other teams who might be in contention. I mean, you look at it. Well, the Titans have Titans, been considered. Yeah, and, and the Patriots are always Patriots you know, are always going to be a thing, and, and that's going to be a dangerous combination. The Patriots are there, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Cam might throw ten touchdowns. It might be he could <laughs> for a total of fifty yards. They're yeah. five yards each. Yeah, uh, there you go. I mean, yeah, but then there's other teams. I mean, the Broncos are an interesting thing when we talk about. Aaron Rodgers, you know, obviously John Elway is, is, is a quarterback whisperer. Wow, that is questionable. He he got lucky with Peyton Manning. He is like the Adam Gase of GMs, where he got lucky with Manning, and it just gave and he won a Super Bowl, and it just gave him this carte blanche. Because he's failed on every pick he's done trying to get a quarterback yeah, he's to failed replace. His... And he's kind of out of the decision-making now. So... Quarterback whisper. I, I, would, I would say because a lot of these guys grew up watching him and emulated him and wanted to be like John Elway. A lot of guys will want to go on a team with John Elway because he was their hero. Well, true, and that hasn't panned out so far. So, again, but, they, but the fact is, the, the fact remains when it comes down to Aaron Rodgers, he seems like a, a more likely target. And if they're able to say, "Let's give away everything we get," Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones. I mean, they just don't have the money for something like that. No, but to be able to throw that out there, I mean. Well, again, it's all about just kicking the can down the road, right? That's what, if you have a window and you have an Aaron Rodgers and something like that, you kick the can down the road a couple, yeah, maybe in three years, your cap's going to be just totally fucked. Um, and that's going to happen. But if you got a Super Bowl for it, your fans will be like, ah, we can sit through a crappy year. Yeah, you know, we, we got a Super Bowl you'd a couple be like, years ago. You'd be like the Eagles, you'll win one Super Bowl and then not be back for another 20 years. Yeah. Right? You never know. That's what I mean. So... To me, the, the teams that, that are so close, they got to make these moves because if you, you your window is, and actually the Patriots or Tom Brady, your window is incredibly small and very few teams capitalize on that window. They do. Uh, speaking of windows, the capitalization, Tom Brady, let's oh, talk about TB12 for a second. Here he is go. now one of, my, he is the, one of my favorites when it comes down to doing social media because you can tell the guy's learning it. I don't know if you saw. So he is now going to be playing in a golf tournament. Uh, against Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau. 
uh, and he's playing with Phil Mickelson. Um, but what there was that whole has that started? No, it starts July six. Uh, okay. It was I watched the one last year. It was great. Um, but everyone so Bryson DeChambeau has been having some arguments with people, uh, and there was that press conference where he's going by, and the other the other golfers like oh god. Um, so Brady actually started making a bunch of memes on this. I don't know if you saw it. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers when he's got to play. Uh, Aaron Rodgers like this, and he's like Tom Brady making memes. It was pretty funny, but it did like. Cause I, I find sh- that Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't take that well. I don't. I can't imagine he's dropping memes back. He's not. He's still fuming at Tom of Brady beating him that game. So I'm, I could. I could. I actually kind of want to watch this golf match now. Because it, just, it was great because you know, I was texting a lot of you guys in the WhatsApp group. I watched it, and a lot of the other in our group don't like golf. I'm a big golf guy, and I play DraftKings golf, which I line up this week. Um, but Brady really sucked in that. And it was really humbling to see Brady missing shot and everyone looking at him like, it's okay, man. It's okay. And he made one good shot. It's like a Rocky Four. He's not a machine. Uh, He's not a machine. But his his social media has been fun and on point with this. And I showed Ryan, uh, there was a, a TikTok. And he's now learning how to do the TikToks and the green screen of it. But he mentioned about the Bears game, the fourth down, where he's calling the fourth down. And he had... He's like, yeah, I had no idea. It was a bit of a brain fart. So he lied to us, is what you're saying. Because before, he was like, no, I knew what Dan was. Yeah, of course. If he didn't win the Super Bowl, that video's never made, by the way. Probably. Never made. Yeah. The, 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 it, it's easy to be carefree and humble and, and fun and easygoing yeah. when you got seven rings. My God. Like, you would be, too. He's just living the Florida life. And he's having fun with it. You you know, making appearances well, here and there. I'm just, you know, he's just part of our lives. He he's, is. He's never going away. Uh, I'm, I'm saying he's playing no 50. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but, you know, it, you've got him this year. They're talking about the OTAs and basically saying he's going to be more of a coach than a player <clears throat> in the OTAs. Because basically, you know, helping the team, build the team, obviously to try to repeat this year uh, is something that they're all obviously trying to be looking at. Uh, very difficult to try to repeat. Um, also, it's the other things, uh, the OTAs, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, we're talking about Rodgers, is not going to be coming out. He's, he's in Hawaii. He's, going to OTA. he's in Hawaii with Miles Teller, who's getting punched in the face for not paying his It's funny, house. I wonder if everyone's like, um, that when Rodgers always becomes the most difficult is when he's dating a Hollywood actress. He's it always dating a Hollywood actress. No, he was dating Danica Patrick before, <laughs> and like way years before, but... His, his his Olivia Munn years were the the most <laughs> struggled. Oh yeah. And now he's not showing up at OTAs. He's got he's got the Hollywood bite. You know the Romo effect of Jessica Simpson. Look at me just blaming women for just, all their problems. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can you tell Ryan's married? Yeah, yeah. You know what the problem is? <laughs> all women. these women. Uh, the pink, she created the pink Romo jersey. Yeah. You know, the famous pink Romo jersey. The Jessica Simpson so, thing. Um, but you know, and he's not going. She doesn't need to show up at OTAs. Like he, no. he knows he is the playbook. So I don't really read anything into people not showing up to. Well, there's, there's because... obviously contract negotiations because you know the amount that they're on cap space is changes after June first. So obviously a lot of people didn't think he would and come. Of course he wasn't going to show up. Yeah, I don't think anyone thought. Um, other thing they're talking about now is Buffalo Bills restructuring yes, Stephon Diggs' contract to pick it, pick up Old Man Ertz. It looks like that's what the move is. It to me, that like, unless somehow I, they, they wouldn't do it for Julio because they don't, no. they don't don't need Julio, but they do need a tight end. They have Dawson Knox who has his moments, but Jesus man, this guy drops balls like I've never seen. So to get someone like Ertz, they need to make that cap room. They did it with Diggs, so it feels like it's the only move to do. There's yeah. not really anyone else there, and it's a real thing of need on this team. And I think it would be really good for Buffalo to get Ertz. Just adding that 
extra weapon on that offense and bring him back to maybe the couple years ago when he was one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. So I'm excited. We'll see if it happens because it's after June 1st now because after June 1st, your cap hit is yeah. less if you trade. So yeah. that's why Rodgers was never going to get traded. Exactly. Before. So now we're going to see maybe a bunch of June 1st activity happening, uh, maybe a couple other people getting cut before camp, who knows. And I think they're just waiting out to see... Is Philly going to cut Ertz, or do we have to give up something? But to take that contract, you're going to you give up like a sixth. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not he's not the Zach Ertz uh, no. of old, and and obviously what we've seen is every team needs a good uh, tight end, and some teams like the Patriots have got two good tight exactly. ends. So you start building on that. Buffalo really hasn't had a great tight end. In the Buffalo past. has never in my lifetime had a good tight end. I think like Pete Metzler's in yeah. the eighties was the best. Probably it has been. And the bane of my existence, this position, doesn't matter what they do, Charles Clay, everyone they get, even Dawson Knox, they stink when they play tight end. So to get someone like, like an adult in the room, I think Zach Ertz is coming to Buffalo. I see it coming, happening. If you're going to compete with a team like the, the Chiefs, and you're you, gonna, you got to keep up you with saw you, what, gotta... you saw what Travis Kelsey does to yeah. teams. And of course, Ertz is no Kelsey, but yeah. if you have Diggs on the outside, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, and now you have Zach Ertz, you've got matchup problems if all got, over If you've got a big target, you can cut with good hands. Uh, speaking of Buff- guy who used to play for Buffalo, but then played in the Patriots, Chris Hogan. Uh, two seasons, uh, two Super Bowl rings, is now a professional lacrosse player. Yeah. Playing with a Boston Cannons. I didn't realize at Penn State this guy was such a good... No, he was actually, yeah. I yeah. read about that. He's, He's an excellent... huge, huge numbers. Up That's why Penn Belichick State. liked him. Belichick yeah. has a has a hard on for anyone who plays lacrosse, basically. Uh, He's just good old big... white boys. No, he's a big... He's apparently like a massive lacrosse fan, Belichick, yeah. who goes to games and, and yeah. actually likes athletes that played lacrosse because they got a toughness to them. Well, with lacrosse, I mean, I, I played lacrosse. It is There's a bit of hockey in it that you have to have your eyes up all the time. You got your head down, you, you're small. Oh, you know, and, and the NFL, it's the same thing. There's about field of field of awareness, vision, not getting smoked, and also good for him. I like that. That's awesome. I, you know, good fun, good on him. Yeah, good it's good. It's good to be able to have that. Uh, the other guy we saw, Miles Garrett, uh, who was uh, you probably we'll put up on the website, but you may have seen this uh, slam dunk that Miles oh, Garrett put down. Posterized him. Uh, yeah, posterized him. But uh, after the slam dunk, uh, the Cleveland Browns were just like, please don't do that. Yeah, he anymore. immediately retired from basketball. Yeah, you should not be doing that anymore. It's terrifying, right? Because yeah. if you showed that and he landed and just tore his knee up, like, oh, God. people would be furious. But it's also like, these guys are athletes. Like yeah. They love basketball. They like sure. playing other sports. Like. They're competitive. They're, yeah, this is what they do. Of course. But you also, when you're Miles Garrett, when yeah. you're uh, Patrick Mahomes, there's yeah. too much invested in you risking that. So, and as a fan, hell no. no. I don't want to see. I yeah. want to see my players in a Zorba ball until the season starts. Well, because imagine Completely if, he, safe. if he landed on that guy's head and twisted his ankle. You know, the guy would have a broken head, but you're like, you broke Miles Garrett's ankle with yeah. your stupid head. Stupid and the guy would be... People would just hate him yeah. for that. But yeah, you know what? I think it's uh, it was a great dunk. And yeah. it, was, uh, it was what a way to end your career of basketball. Uh, here's an interesting fact. Uh, do you know, NFC East Division champ, there's not been a repeat since 2004. Really? Take a look at that. Those are the winners. If you look at the past winners of the NFC oh, East, wow. it was the Washington, Philly, Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Washington, Dallas, Philly, Washington, New York. Philly, Dallas, New York, <laughs> Dallas. So there's never been a repeat. God, that must be nice, right? Like everyone gets a piece of the pie. Not like you look at the AFC East. 
Patriots 19 straight years or something. Yeah, like. no, exactly. <laughs> they just keep stamping all so, over. Again, that to me is is why the NFL is great. Yeah. That, that statistic, because it's not this dominance. You don't see that. There's competition. So learn from it. Learn, soccer. Learn, learn from, from it all. Soccer. Uh, another interesting fact, I like to throw little factoids in here. Do you know the Houston Texans have never been to the playoffs as a wild card team? Yeah, okay. Interesting. And definitely we'll keep that streak going this year when yeah. they're the worst team in football. Uh, we're talking about cap space and we're looking at the cap space. You know who the very bottom of cap space here. Yeah, well, Falcons, right? Because they have to basically, who have the least amount? Yes. Falcons have to, that's why they have to trade Julio. Well, they've they? had to trade Julio, but technically they've moved some stuff around. According to this, the, this is from current from each where the, the, uh, the Saints at 62,000 with the Bears second. The Falcons, and you can't even get a marketing manager for that. You can't. No, you get social media. <laughs> so I, listen, right, what's your what's my salary going to be? Uh, it's going to be sixty two thousand yeah. eight hundred and fifty four. Yeah, uh, do you Not take do you take Dodgecoin? Yeah. Uh, second, uh, the bottom is the Bears, then the Falcons, uh, then the Bucks, Titans, Eagles, and uh, the uh, Raiders. Now, the t- obviously the top, the most amount of cap space, thirty nine million to Jaguars. 27 million for the Jets and 22 million uh, for the Bengals, which then brings up the question: What if Bengals tried to go for a Julio? Yeah, why not? Right? Put Joe Burrow and Joe Julio Burrow Jones Julio together. Or T. Higgins. Would he want to go to? No, because I think he wants to win a championship, yeah. and I think if you're Cincinnati, you're just not close enough. And I don't think you already had it with also dealt with AJ Green with the yeah. aging veteran wide receiver that was injury prone and I don't think you want to bring on another one that's questionably I mean, obviously Julio Jones much better but still there's the injury concern and the, and the compensation which would be probably a top 20 draft pick of the Bengals so there's no way yeah. I could not see that here's a hypothetical one if you had the number one pick for the Browns in the 2017 draft would you pick Patrick would you have drafted Patrick Mahomes if it meant giving up Miles Garrett Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb yeah probably huh? yeah I think so I think you can say that with anyone, right? With Patrick Mahomes. Everyone would be like, yeah, we'll take Patrick Mahomes. There's not many quarterbacks you'd say that about. No. But we'll see. Again, I think there, I think the the Chiefs are going to be an angry team this year. Yeah. Uh, They're going to be the one team that's not going to have the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going for like, we're going for 17 and 0. Sure. Uh, I think there's a lot of like, there's Brady wants 17 and 0, I think, so badly. So I think it's going to be. Uh, fun to see what happens. The arrogance of it all. The other guy where they're talking about as well, uh, who would restructure his contract, was uh, Big Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger. 39 years old, coming off his worst year with a 60.1 passer see, they rating. They should be someone maybe goes for Julio, right? Bring in Julio with uh, Juju. Because yeah. Juju was at his best when he had Antonio Brown sure. across. Yeah, him. someone to feed across. But he so, got Claypool. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he's still, again, Big Ben's got one one year left. This is his last year, so... Okay, it's going to be... We'll see. This will be his last year. I mean, they're also saying that Najee Harris, uh, who is the running back, the Pittsburgh Steelers have had to warn the guy uh, because he keeps... He's practicing too much. Yeah. (laughs) He keeps showing up. They're like, he's... They're like, you have to go home. You can't be here all the time. He's like, no, I want to keep practicing. Good on the guy. I mean, when you've got the rookie sort of, you know, gusto like that, you want to be able to, uh, you know, put everything together on the field. That's that's great. Um, the other thing, interesting, that the only active player in the NFL who was a, a grandfather. Do you know who that one? <laughs> There's only one no, player. I don't know. Brett Favre. <laughs> he was the only player that was actually a grandfather. He was a grandfather when he played. Yeah. What a weird way to end the podcast on a on a 
random. Well, we'll we'll, we'll add in another. Uh, Jay Cutler. I don't know if you heard about oh. Jay Cutler. Uh, everyone, so Jay Cutler, everyone's favorite lazy eye. Um, yeah, he's divorced. I don't. I guess we don't get it in the UK, and and not only do we not physically get it, but probably mentally as well. There was some show that his wife, who was on a MTV show, The Hills or something. I don't follow this crap. Real Housewives of crap. But um, they got divorced. All brought, and now Jay Cutler's asking for half of her company. And, <laughs> and, such a Jay and all of these NFL players are going, AJ Brown's like, you go get it, man. Go get it. So all these NFL players listen, are like, you go get half of it. You can, yeah, listen, like, that's, that's, the, that's the deal, I guess. Do you, does it work? That, but then does she get half of his? Is it going to be a wash? I, it just feels very petty, and it feels very Jay Cutlery. It feels like it this feels is, like this is exactly why Jay Cutler's teammates hated him. Probably because right? he's probably like going by. Yeah. It's like, oh, see that pizza? I'm taking yeah, two I'm slices. Half, yeah, I'm the quarterback. Taking, yeah, I'm just gonna so, throw that. To me, that's the most Jay Cutler story ever. Um, a man so petty and childish that even in retirement, he he has to have people hate him. I would love to. I've been watching because you see these divorce shows that come on in America. It would be great to have like uh, athlete, celebrity athlete divorce because that's a fun, interesting thing that goes on. But Jake Cutler and the Bears are our number one quarterback. Uh, that's it, really, pretty much. There's not a lot going on in the NFL. We'll let you know if there's any. Well, OTAs um, have started now. OTAs. We're gonna, we got training camp happening in a couple yeah. of weeks, in about a month and a bit. So it's, it's, all, it's all coming. It's going to be here really it's gonna fast. Be, once the Euros are done, you know, uh, we're talking mid-July, and then we start up. Perfect. Perfect. That's the, why the Euros is such a perfect... And then the Olympics leads you right us in. Exactly. So I know the Olympics, uh, we'll see lots well, of... I mean, that there's baseball at the Olympics. That's the only thing you'll see. But that's about it. Anyway, folks, that's it for this edition of NFL London. Thanks for listening.